You're listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. From the big screen to the small screen and everything in between, this is the Screeners Podcast, where all media is appreciated, but none is safe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Screeners Podcast. This is Chad. I'm Daniel. And I'm April. And we're back. We took a week off, and we're back in full force. We have a big show for you tonight. We're going to catch up on I'm what sorry, we've Chad, all been... I'm sorry, Chad. You took a week off. April and I did not. Yeah, take a week we off. had an episode. How did I forget this? Come right. Get out. So somebody I didn't apologize. listen to our bonus episode. First of all, to, <laughs> it is fair for you to criticize what I just said. That was a mental slip. I am old. <laughs> However, you know good and well I listened to it because I edited the show for you. Well, so that's I did it. I did in fact know there was a show and that's listened to it. That's even worse that you forgot. <laughs> even worse. <laughs> even worse. That is fair. That is fair. So uh, I apologize. I've been off for two weeks, but now I'm back, and we do have a, a big show. But tonight we are going to review the new film on Netflix, The Lovebirds. We're going to talk about what we've been watching and close with one of our favorite games, the IMDb game. So, everybody, are you ready to jump in tonight? Ready. Yeah. All right, here we go. So let's catch up on what we have been watching. So as has been the case for the last few months, we've been quarantined and there are lots of streaming options. There have been multiple theatrical releases that had been planned for theatrical releases that are available now on streaming, one of which we're going to talk about tonight. So I am curious, between all the available options, what have you guys been watching in the last few weeks? And let's start with Daniel. Yeah, uh, I have been watching a lot. I've been catching up on a lot of stuff. You know, like you said, we don't have a lot of theatrical releases, but we do have plenty of those smaller releases that have been going to VOD, so I've been catching up on some of those. So I saw The Trip to Greece, which came to VOD last week. It's uh, Have you guys watched the Trip movies with Steve Coogan and Rob Brydon? You guys I seen? know all mm. about them, but I have not watched them. Oh, uh, no. I think you would really, really enjoy them. They're really, they're very light movies. They're just um, Steve Coogan, comedians Steve Coogan and Rob Ryden, who play versions of themselves, and they're they basically are the the conceit of the movie is that they are they're hired to write for write a piece for some newspaper of them just traveling to different places and tasting food and going on a restaurant journey, and so it's just the two of them having conversations, being funny. They both do a bunch of impressions, all this stuff. So it's just them talking for the whole movie, but it is, it's right. just light and charming and fun. And so the trip to Greece is the fourth one. I could just, I could watch a dozen of these movies. They're just, they're just so much fun and really calming in a lot of ways. So, yeah. uh, so I definitely recommend it for sure. Another smaller movie I'd recommend is how to build a girl starring Beanie Feldstein. It's an adaptation of the novel, of the same name coming of age set in England. Uh, she can't do an English accent to save her life, but the movie is, uh, it's a great coming of age movie. It's earnest and funny and, uh, pretty enjoyable overall. So, uh, so that's a, a good one, especially if you like Beanie who's been uh, on a hot streak lately. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. Then on the other hand, have you guys watched Capone? No. <laughs> I was go I was going to and then I saw people absolutely eviscerate it. Sure. So now I'm not sure, but also I have a morbid curiosity. Maybe it's worth a watch. It, yeah, it's so so if if you're not aware, it's Josh Trank's first film since Fantastic Four, and there's a whole lot of press behind it. If, if you haven't done it, you should read Matt Patches wrote a great um, interview. It like it's interview feels too small of a word. It's just an extremely long profile of director Josh Trank all the way from before Fantastic Four came out, which was a huge disaster and kind of tanked his career all the way up until now with this new film and it is fascinating to read so i highly recommend you go read that now capone on the other hand 
Uh, I was really rooting for it after I read that profile because he seems like he, a dude who's just trying to make it. And um, the movie is admirably unique for for a biopic. It's not a traditional biopic. It's really it's just about Capone losing his mind in the days like months before he died. Um, that's all huh. it's about. Hmm. Not about his ga- being a gangster and all that stuff. Only about him losing his mind towards the end of his life and becoming paranoid and seeing things and all that stuff. So I appreciate it that it, it was definitely different. I, I hadn't seen something like it. And so I don't think that it's awful and one of the m- worst things ever. Uh, I mean, it might be the worst movie I've seen this year. But um, <laughs> it's it's mostly just really boring uh, m- more than anything else. So so anyway, yeah, wow. yeah I just uh, definitely a misfire. So I don't really recommend that. But uh, I don't know. If you're curious, it's... I'm curious. It's interesting. Everything you're saying makes me more interested. I'm it, going to be it's, honest. Uh, you give it a try. It's it's just strange. It's it's kind of interesting. But anyway, okay. Um, and then back to the good stuff. Uh, one theatrical release that I that I barely missed in March uh, that I just caught up with was The Way Back with Ben Affleck. Did you guys see that one? I really wanted to see it, but I missed it. We planned on watching that a couple of nights ago, and something happened, and then it ended up being too late. But we are watching that, if not tonight, tomorrow. I can't oh, wait. Can yeah. you rent it now? Y- yes. Yep. Yes. Okay. Yep. So that's why you absolutely need to watch it. It is one yeah, of my favorite movies of the year. It is easily Ben Affleck's best performance ever. And oh, wow. It's wow. a best. Wow. ever. It, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, if you think about Ben Affleck, it's not like you think of him as an amazing actor. Um, sure. Uh, so fair. even with like Argo, which is fantastic, but I mean... It's not like yeah, I was yeah. clamoring for him to be nominated for an Oscar. Anyway, so he, he's really excellent in the movie. And, and the film, it's a basketball movie. but it's and, and so, honestly, on the outside, like if you describe the plot, it sounds so generic. But the way that it's structured is hmm. it's not really a basketball movie. It's just about this guy who's an alcoholic and try, you know, trying to figure his yeah. life out. And it, it, it's, it's really, really good. I, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Uh, out of all the things I listed already, that is uh, definitely the best. It is That's so good. That's good. I'm glad to hear you say that because yeah. I'm very excited to yeah. see that movie. Definitely. I love definitely. sports movies in general. I love basketball movies, so I'm yep. pumped. Same. Yep. It's great. So sorry, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to knock through these things. I've been, I've been watching a lot of stuff. Uh, on the TV Daniel's side. Daniel's been saving up for this I've been moment. saving up. <laughs> I'm saving up. On the TV side of things um have have you guys watched schitt's creek yes i love it perfect my wife is a huge fan i have not started it yet and she berates me about it yes about tw- chad you would love weeks. it you, you really would it. i i binged the whole thing there's uh, all six seasons uh last month and it, it i loved it i loved it it is it's so funny and sweet uh, i hope it cleans up at the emmys this year you can watch the first five seasons on netflix and then the sixth uh, the sixth and final season will be on there soon but uh yeah i highly recommend it it's a great half hour comedy really very easily bingeable per season uh only th- uh thir- 13 i want to say 13 half hour um, yeah so it's not yeah. a lot i think it's like 60 episodes overall something like that so yeah. um i mean they had me at the pun for the name of the show at the beginning so yeah I, and I'm honestly sure I love it. here's the thing honestly the the name actually turned me off to the show before i started it because it makes it seem like it's going to be like dumb like poop humor or something like that but like it's really not it's actually a really smart show it's um, a lot of the christopher guest cast it, yes, right yeah, absolutely Regulars. it's eugene levy and um Catherine o'hara and then it's co-created by eugene levy and and uh, Dan Levy, his son, uh, okay. who actually wrote many of the episodes and directed some of the episodes. So, all right, uh, all right. yeah, it's it's really excellent. So I definitely definitely recommend it. Then uh, also on Netflix, I hesitantly started Ryan Murphy's Hollywood miniseries. Um, oh, how's that? It's 
actually pretty good. I like it overall. I don't really like Ryan Murphy stuff. I don't I don't like the kind of really glossy, oversaturated visual style. But, you know, this is set in old Hollywood and it's trying to be a very like classic Hollywood story. So I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was good. It's huh. it's not awesome, but I, I appreciate it more because of the setting than anything else. It's just about people in the, uh, I think it's the, the 40s, trying to make movies. And so, you know, that's right up my alley. My issue with Ryan Murphy's stuff is that, my in my experience watching it, it's the first three seasons or so are usually amazing. And right. then it just goes completely off the rails <laughs> and changes into something that's, you know. Well, luckily uh, this is a miniseries. So it's only oh, seven okay. episodes. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. So I, I, it was worth a watch. I, like, I think I said this on our review of the Eddie that uh, I can't, couldn't believe that I was, I, I really didn't like Damien Chazelle's new miniseries, but I enjoyed Ryan Murphy's new miniseries. <laughs> so. I am so glad you said that. So we have to pause here just for one second, Daniel, <laughs> because I did now it's all coming back to me. So I edited this show that I wasn't on. <laughs> and the one major regret I had is I could not berate you over how terrible the Eddie Dude, is and for your favorite director in the world. It may be the most boring television show ever made. I'm, so I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going to fight you. It, 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 it was so boring. I watched all eight episodes of that thing. How could you do it? You it, need it was it. Rough. Somebody should send you a gold medal and a cash prize. <laughs> Damien Chazelle needs yes. to send me some money. Uh, yeah, it, it, it was so boring. It was so it boring. Never, I watched two and a half episodes, and I tapped out. Is It, it doesn't get better is what you're it saying? It really doesn't. Honestly, like the second Ugh. episode, I think, is the best episode of the whole thing, and, and that's not by a hard bar. Okay. I am so sorry. You can go back. I just felt like I needed to say that because I know that was uh, and most anticipated for you. Yeah, I, re- I really was excited for it. So that's a bummer. Uh, so, yeah, I watched that, too. The uh, only other thing I was going to mention is uh, I've watched season two of What We Do in the Shadows, and that is so underrated. More people need to be watching that yes, show agreed. because it's hilarious. So. so funny. So there you go. So that was a lot of stuff. I'm sorry. I took up way more than my share of the time. I, I seed the floor. No, it's awesome. A lot of people watch to get uh, recommendations, so I know they're very appreciative of that. My brother, uh, my second youngest brother, Brandon, has been on me nonstop to, to watch what we do in the shadows. Yes. I've been resistant to it just because it took me about two years to get him to watch the film, and I think <laughs> it's an all-time great comedy it for is. the film is. And so now he's flipped the script on me, and he's like, you need to watch it. You don't know. I'm like, oh, it won't be as good as the show. And But now I've heard enough people say that it it actually comes into its own thing and is really worth it. So it sounds like that's what you're saying. And April, you, you agree? Yes, I do agree. It's actually on my list to talk about. So oh, okay. So well, I, I will, I will, uh, I will get to that. So, not to bury the lead, there the good transition. April, let's go to you. <laughs> what have you been watching? Well, literally the first one on my list is what we do in the shadows on FX. No. Yes, shocker. Um, yeah, I mean it's hilarious. It's, it's you so really good. need to watch it, Chad. It's so it's. I, I don't think it's as good as as the movie, but it's 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 still really funny. I and think it's pretty awesome. close in line to the movie. I agree. The there m- have the been better, certain episodes that I think are equivalent to the movie. I think the tone, they nail the tone. Like if you, if you yes. love, cause that's, that's what, what we do in the shadows is right. It's all tone and, yeah. Yeah. and they nail it in the right. show because it was created by Jermaine. So yeah. Right. And, okay. uh, Taika uh, he's, he writes a lot of the episodes yeah. too. Oh, cool. Okay, great. So, yeah, it's funny. Um, the other thing, actually, most of my list is FX right now. The other thing that I've watched, I watched the entire first season of Dave on FXX. Very curious about that. I loved it. Is this the rapper thing? Yes. And so it's based on Little Dicky, who's the real rapper, 
And Dave right. is like his real name. So he kind of plays himself. It's kind of like a Seinfeld setup, but not like Seinfeld at all. Like it's pretty, it's on FXX for a reason. But it is so funny and it's heartfelt. And there is there were one or two episodes in the middle that were kind of meh. But all the other episodes were just, I loved it. And I think by, I read that it's FXX most popular show, like, by far. Right. So I heard completely by, uh, completely unintentionally, I was listening to another uh, podcast. And there was one of the reviewers talked specifically about he reluctantly started Dave and he said that it was great, it was fantastic, it was funny, but he said like the ending, the last couple of episodes in particular, the finale, whatever it mm-hmm. was, was like his favorite finale of all time, and he was surprised at how moved he was. So he, I don't know what goes on there, but I am intrigued now for sure, because you're the second person I've heard this week talk about Dave. Yeah, it's it it was probably the most surprising show that I've seen, because I'd only, I, I got... Uh, very intrigued by it based on the trailer because the trailer what he does a little song is amazing if you haven't seen the trailer like that's just worth a watch and so we started watching it and it's just it's so funny and it's a completely different world because you see a lot of behind the scenes and they have real rappers in the show and and some of my favorite parts are just hearing Dave or Little Dicky rap because he is amazing like he just freestyles and is really really good so yeah I highly recommend Dave it's very mature just as a precursor but it's very good cool yeah the other show that i've been watching because i have to watch it but i also am glad i'm watching it because i like it because we're reviewing it but i like it is also on (laughs) fx and that is mrs america and i am halfway through maybe and i think the finale is this week so it's not done yet but i've been enjoying that show as well yeah, I'm about short. to start that because we are going to review it. I think it's on the schedule for next week, I think. I think so. So uh, this so week yeah. should be the finale. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start that this week. But join that. And then I, we're, I'm four episodes or five episodes into The Last Dance, which is the Michael Jordan, Chicago Bulls 90s documentary. Never heard of it. Is this... What, <laughs> <laughs> Guys, have, people ta- have people been talking about this? Yes, they have. And it's... Like well worth it. I, I'm super excited to keep watching it because I remember watching those games as a kid. Yeah. And like, oh, Michael Jordan was just like a god of basketball, and just to see the behind the scenes is just fascinating. And it also, there's no sports right now, so it's kind of feeling that need yeah. I have for sports. So that's nice. I recommend that if you haven't watched that yet. The only other thing that I've been watching, because most of what I've been watching since we've been reviewing entire shows has been dedicated to this, but um, my daughter just started watching this show on Netflix. We watch it every night right before bed. It's called She-Ra and the Princess of Power <laughs> on Netflix. Yeah. Nice. And it's a really awesome show, and it's, like, super inclusive, and they have, like, the characters are of all different shapes and sizes, and they, they wear like clothes that could be made fun of in real life but they're just making it normal and it's awesome and it's cool and it's one of the coolest cartoons i've ever seen so if you have kids nice she-ra and the princess of power it's pretty awesome and that's fantastic yeah great list all around people my list is a little bit more of the retro version and just because i'm playing catch up on a lot of things the only film that i've been watching or that i've watched the last couple of weeks is again and i missed the episode i had prepared to be on with you guys last week but was scoob and i've watched it once my son has watched it 1000 times or it feels <laughs> like it anyway he loved it but based on the reviews that you guys had i'm actually going to have to fall down somewhat on 
Team Daniel on this one. I did. I think it was fine. It was completely inoffensive. But I, it really bothered me that it wasn't a Scooby Doo movie. Yeah, I really so felt like it wasn't. It was. I, I, I love the characters and the the beginning part where they meet each other. Shaggy and Scooby yeah. meet on the beach was so cute, and I was like, yes, I want that story. And then we fast forward and we're superheroes in space, and it's just all this. It was fine, but it just wasn't Scooby Doo. So I was, yeah. I could not help but be a little disappointed about that. Now my son didn't know that, so he's loved it and he's watched it multiple times. Um, but and maybe it'll be a gateway to get him into the. Hold on, he just walked in. Hey, buddy. Oh, thank you. He threw a poop emoji on me. Thank you, Cole. That was so <laughs> kind. All right. Perfect timing. That was great. I'll leave that in. It was. Yeah, that's that was what great. he thinks about the, the old Scooby. As far as he's concerned, Scooby is sci-fi. So. <laughs> Anyway, so I watched that, and then I've, I've watched some, uh, caught up on some television that is, most people have already talked about, but it's what I've been watching. So Better Call Saul Season 5, the most recent season, catching up on that, almost done with that. I, it remains one of the best shows on television. I love it. Man, uh, I need to get caught up. I, I watched the first season and then just never picked it back up, and I liked oh, it. Oh, it's but so good. I, I haven't really seen good. the most recent season, but it's on my list. It's so good. The acting is fantastic. And it's just that it's that classic Vince Gilligan structure, that story structure that is so tight. Every episode is like a clock. It's just so tight. Uh, so I love that. Uh, now, have you guys, I know we talked about it uh, probably a couple of years ago, but April, I don't think we've ever asked you, have you watched Baskets? Yes. Baskets? Oh, man. I have. <laughs> I love that show so much. And so I have been... For some reason, after season two, it just fell out of my conscience. Same. And so I don't know why that is, because I adored both of those seasons. And so in the last week, I was flipping through Hulu and was like, oh, my goodness, there are season three and four of Basket. So oh, wow. I am now jumping into season three and four. And I've, I'm only two or three episodes into season three, but it's as good as it ever was. So if you've not seen oh, Baskets, man. I strongly encourage you to uh, to check it out because it's great. I think I've seen I think I've seen the first two seasons. Yeah, that's so I weird. All, for, all of us had the, the same yeah. experience. You should pick it up because there are now four seasons. So there okay. you go. And then one that a lot of people have been talking about. It's been in the top ten on Netflix for a few weeks now. But is Ozark season three? I love Ozark. I know not everybody loves it. I love it. I feel mm -hmm. like it is the new Breaking Bad. Uh, it's not as good as Breaking Bad, but I just love Jason Bateman so much. Mm -hmm. And I'm always up for this anti-hero. And not just the anti-hero thing, I'm a big sucker for films that show really smart people being really smart in tough situations. Yeah. I love the, the, the back and forth of people figuring stuff out and being one step ahead of, of other people, but you don't know that until it resolves. And I just love, it feels like this show is a lot of that. And the performances uh, are stellar across the board. Laura Linney in particular is magnificent in this mm -hmm. season. She has, wow, doing excellent work. So Ozark season three. And then I, f I dipped my toe. My son just turned eight and we've started to loosen the reins a little bit on some of the things that he can watch from movie stuff. Now, I will admit that he, I, as I confessed on this show, when he was six, I took him to uh, Jurassic World. <laughs> and uh, uh, that was an awesome experience for him. He loved, he loved the first one. He didn't like the second one, which made me really proud. He was bored. <laughs> but he has now started discovering Star Wars, and he's very excited about Aww. it. So I have never watched The Clone Wars and there are now, I believe, seven seasons, and the last season is happening. And so they're 30 minutes long, and I thought it would be a really good thing that he and I could watch together, just as a cool, you know, father-son. Yeah. Let's watch Star Wars. And so we watched the first episode, and he loved it. And honestly, I loved it, too. I think it's 
I've heard that it gets a little more serious as it goes along. It was a little bit kind of silly for kids. Like it would cut away to like Yoda and be like a fart joke or something like that, which I'm down for. I'm there for it. Lots of good stuff this week, people. Lots to uh, to recommend. Yeah. If you think of something that you'd like us to watch, let us know. But with that, now we'll move into our main event review of The Lovebirds. Welcome to the main event. He's dead, but we didn't kill him. He like reported a murder or whatever. We didn't murder anybody. One, two, three, go. No. Jabron. Okay, the guy's name is Jabron. Run, Leilani. And the girl's name's actually Leilani. Shit. She's running too now. Kind of slow, like she's wearing heels that look actually amazing. We have to go to the police because we have nothing to hide. Why is she running from the scene of the crime? Good question, officer. That's me covering up my body cam so I can beat your ass. All right, the lovebird synopsis on IMDb says a couple experiences a defining moment in their relationship when they are unintentionally embroiled in a murder mystery. The Lovebird stars Issa Rae and Kumail Nanjiani, directed by Michael Showalter and written by Aaron Abrams, story by Brendan Gall and, and others. So there's, there's several. Cool. I was so excited to watch this movie, guys. I saw the trailer for this movie in the theater. I think when I went and saw Bombshell over Christmas and I literally texted Beecher, my husband was like, oh my gosh, go watch the trailer for The Lovebirds. We're watching it. So I've been looking forward to this movie for a while. So I'm very curious to hear what you guys have to say about it. Daniel, why don't we start with you? What did you think of The Lovebirds on Netflix? Well, I, I too was very excited for this movie. Um, Michael Showalter's last movie was The Big Sick, uh, which yes. was phenomenal, also starring Kumail. And uh, his movie before that was Hello, My Name is Doris, and uh, mm-hmm. also phenomenal. So he, he's been yeah. making, he's got two phenomenal rom-coms under his belt. So I was excited for another one. Kumail's great. Issa Rae's great. The Lovebirds is a movie that we've seen a bunch of times. And so mm-hmm. the the biggest disappointment about this movie is that it's just nothing new. We've there's just nothing new here. And when Showalter's been bringing so much fresh stuff to the rom com genre, I was definitely disappointed when um, we just saw some of the kind of the same stuff. You know, bad action that doesn't really uh, hold much tension, a story that's overly silly, um, and so that stuff just really didn't work for me so the action comedy side if that's even the right term for this film action comedy it's it's okay if you know at best but the relationship side of this movie kind of worked for me i think kumail and isa played really well off of each other they have great chemistry and so i think they did a really solid job playing this sort of long-term relationship also i i think their relationship was fairly well written they have these these great interactions that just show kind of a relationship that's in a rut. And uh, I think that's pretty honest. I think, you know, all three of us on this podcast have been in long-term relationships and we're all married. And and I think that, uh, you know, I've experienced that from time to time. And so, wait, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't happen with me. It doesn't happen. Our relationship, we've been (laughs) married for 11 years. It's perfect. What are you talking about? Oh crap. Uh, So yeah. So I think, I think those, those, sequences really worked for me because a lot of it felt honest uh especially the 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 way it opens with just this fight about the amazing race like and it's a very serious fight about the amazing race i thought it was great i thought it was so great because Mm -hmm. i've had so many stupid fights about nothing so this movie's kind of a mixed bag for me i i would say it's it's definitely forgettable but Mm -hmm. 
it was fine. It was a it was a nice, light, enjoyable movie. I think Netflix is the perfect spot for this. I think that was a very good move for the film. Even though there's not a lot here to you know that I'll that I'll latch on to or remember, it was fine. I wasn't mad that I watched it. It worked for me overall. So there you go. All right. So overall positive. So that's good. Chad, what did you think? So I agree for, for sure with Daniel that Netflix is the perfect place for this film. I, I would not have blinked if you would have told me that this was made specifically for Netflix. I agree wholeheartedly that the with, with both of you that showed great anticipation uh, to see this just because of the players that are involved. I, mm-hmm. Kamel Nanjiani is one of my favorite actors he, by the way, he's so freaking ripped now. He's playing a Marvel yes. superhero. <laughs> Have you seen the pictures with his shirt off? It yes, is. He crazy. looks like a Greek god. It's amazing. But Silicon Valley is one of my favorite shows of all time. If not, it's not my favorite favorite, but it's my top five. So I've loved him for a long time. His comedic work is brilliant. Um, Issa Rae is awesome. I will say one of the things I forgot to mention in our What You've Been Watching segment is my wife and I did watch the photograph just a couple of weeks ago. Did either of you see the photograph? I did not. No, I, I heard Daniel. I heard mixed things. Yeah, so it's it stars uh, Issa Rae and Lakeith Stanfield, who I love, Lakeith Stanfield, and it's uh, it's just it's not great. It's not great, mm. but very much like this film, what what is great about it is their their chemistry in the movie. The story around the photograph is is absurd, but their their chemistry is great. I'm a big fan of Issa Rae. Love love her. Love this director, and I hated this movie. Mm. I did. I don't. I mean, I don't. Hate it is probably too strong of a word. I mean, here's the problem with a movie like this. Movies like this have a very fine line that they have to walk if they're going to do this kind of a genre. And I think what you described is perfect, Daniel. What did you say? Action, romance, Action, or something? Comedy, whatever. Right, action comedy. It's this kind of thing that's come along where it's a rom-com, but it has a lot of action shoehorned in. The problem is you have to walk this fine line if you're going to do this movie, and you have to either go full-on zany crazy town, or you have to do a watch which is more difficult and I'll reference a film that I think did it very well and that spy from 2015 Melissa McCarthy that's a perfect example of a film that lampoons the genre but also is a good solid entry into the genre and I think where this movie fails is it's neither of those things it never goes quite far enough to lampoon it although there are a couple of things and if we are we going to do spoilers on this I don't imagine no. we are I don't think we need to. right so I'll just say this if you don't want to be spoiled I'm not going to give away anything significant but I'm going to talk about a scene in particular so if you don't want to hear that bounce ahead about two minutes but a perfect example of how this movie really doesn't have the the uh, the courage of its convictions is there's a clear parody of Eyes Wide Shut toward the end of this film where they are watching these people in mass and all of a sudden they draw names and then an orgy starts happening. That premise is potentially comedic gold. There's all kinds of things that they could do with that. But as far as they go, she just goes, you know, I don't totally hate this. And then they kind of have a little back and forth. And then the scene ends. And that's the problem is that if you're going to have a movie that's that has eyes wide shut and has a dude running over somebody five times, which was in the trailer, and all this other stuff, I think you have to go full on zany. Otherwise, the comedy falls 
flat. There were only a few moments that I would say were actually really funny. And I wrote in my notes, so it's very, it's interesting, Daniel, that you said the same thing, that the best part of this movie is the first five minutes of this movie. Mm-hmm. I adored the meet cute where we, we see them after their first night together, and then they decide to stay over and have breakfast together, and then they have this moment of, what does your, what does your kiss me face look like? It looks kind of like this. I loved it. And then the hard cut to four years later, and they're fighting over the Amazing Race. That scene was great. And I wanted to see that movie. This movie is not interested in that, and I understand, yeah. but the problem is that it's too much plot, the story is terrible, it's uninteresting, and it's predictable, and so because it's those things, but not zany and over-the-top crazy, it's just uninteresting. It was just uninteresting, and so I'm really disappointed because the director has is a proven track record. The two stars at the center of this do have great chemistry. I just don't understand how this movie could be so flat and so just unfunny and so I'm, I'm very hmm. disappointed in that but I would love to see a sequel where we just see the story of these two people coming together and actually doing the amazing race together maybe that could be a sequel because that looked great but overall I, I can't hide my disappointment and say that I really wanted to love it and I just couldn't get there I see I see so Daniel said he was overall positive does this mean you're overall negative no I'm overall negative for sure okay yeah. all right so we're split on the vote and this is definitely nothing new. We've seen this movie before. It reminded me a lot of Date Night and Game Night. This was Date Night. Like, it, let's just yeah, be honest. It was this like an was, R-rated Date Night. It's, yeah, it's the plot of um, Date Night. Yeah, and I would say Date Night is better for sure. Yeah. Uh, it also reminded me a little bit of Game Night where you just have these people that are just thrown into a situation and they're unaware of what's going on or they're accidentally thrown into the situation. And um, Which, by the way, Game Night was amazing. Loved it. Um, moving on. Agreed. Guys, I actually really enjoyed this movie. Like, I, are you serious? I am serious. I I laughed through the whole thing. Wait I, like, a minute, how, April? You have you've been the villain for so long, and you loved this I know, movie. I loved it. I don't. Maybe I was just in a good mood. My mind is know. blown. Okay. Yeah. No. I mean, for the record, it's not the best. It's not his best film. It's definitely the worst of the three. It, it's not the best comedy I've seen, and, and Date Night is superior to it for sure. But for a Netflix film, for sitting down and watching it on your TV with your Netflix subscription, like, I thought it was really good. It was much better than Extraction and a lot of the other movies we've been watching lately. Like, it it had some heart. It was funny. You know, and it could be I haven't really been out to see really good blockbuster movies lately because everything's shut down. So that could be a part of it, too. But I really enjoyed it. I thought... Kumail and Issa were great together. Their chemistry, they both made me laugh. I, just, I love that kind of humor, just the bantering. I, the scenes were a little silly and over the top, and I wish they would have done more with it. But I still, I really enjoyed it. I laughed. I laughed out loud several times. And lately, it's been really hard for me to sit down for more than an hour and not check my TikTok because I'm getting <laughs> comments all the time. Um, and I didn't look at it. I was engaged. I was really into it, which is surprising. Yeah, I don't. I just I disagree. I really enjoyed it. And I, and wow. it's not because I think it's the most well-done comedy of the century because it is not. It is not I would say it's an average movie. But what I think um, this director does really well is he takes a, a film that has already been done before, but I feel like he he did it well. Like I think that was a very well-done film overall. Wow. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I liked it. I, I, I gotta I gotta disagree with your last point. I, I, I agree when you call it average, because I really don't think it's 
garbage. Um, no, and I don't. But, if I came across that way, I don't. It's sure, not garbage. Sure, but uh, you, you know, you said he took a genre and he did it really well. I, I just can't agree with that. I think I think he he entered a genre and was totally unma- unready for it because this isn't what he does well. He what Michael Showalter has proven to do very well and continues with this film is relationships, dialogue, that sort of stuff is great, and he makes relationships pop. They're great. But then every action moment in this movie was so weak. There are like three three main fight scenes that I can think of that were all just so lame and dumb. Yeah, but dumb. I don't think the point of it was to be this super action film. I think it was just the right amount of action for what he wanted to do. And granted, he didn't shoot for the stars with this film. He sure. kept it very basic. He didn't, I mean, I, I don't know what the budget was, but I can't imagine. I feel like it was a pretty low budget sure, sure. film. 16 million. Um, Okay, so still pretty low budget. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, for what for what he did, I I think he did it well. Like I I don't know. I just it's not the most amazing film, and I will admit that. But for what it was, I think I think it I think you guys are giving it a little bit of a disservice because I think your average viewer who wants to watch a comedy on a Tuesday night or whenever in their homes would really enjoy this film. Oh, I totally well, I agree. Think, well, maybe I mean the, the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes is fifty four percent. Uh, well, the they're t- stupid. And the, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, there you go. And I think they're right. So the problem, I my, I didn't dislike this movie because I thought the action was bad, and the action was not just bad; it was horrifically bad. The fight scene, the fight scenes are so terrible. The climactic scene with the villain on the boat was so dumb. It was so the worst. Dumb. It was dumb, it was but the it made worst. me laugh. I but was, the d- and the, the the thing with the cigarette lighter, come on, it was so dumb. Anyway, that's fine. But that's not why I didn't like it. I didn't like it because the movie is only really comes alive when these two characters are in a situation where they're just talking to each other about their relationship Mm -hmm. or about whatever the situation that they find themselves in those scenes are fantastic but that's only like 10 percent of the movie or 15 percent as soon as we leave those moments when they're at the diner or they're you know they're having an argument over amazing race or they're have that brief moment in the interrogation room where they're talking like all of those moments it's your heart comes alive you're like oh they're great together and then the story happens and you're me i was anyway i should say i was immediately then disconnected again because the rest of the movie was just so weak it was just so weak but i'm glad that you love it yeah i i i I do definitely agree with what april said that i i would be surprised if most you know the average viewer turn this uh turn on the movie and uh hated it i i think this is a fine film like i said in my review for netflix like if you Mm -hmm. you're just hanging out at home want a movie night with the with your spouse or whatever like i think you can do much worse than this i think this is fine it's uh, unoffensive for the most part so i definitely think it's fine to watch in that setting spoilers for when we when we go around and ask that question at the end yeah i just think it's very forgettable i you know i'm uh, there's nothing memorable about this movie. There's no scene that like stands out that was just so great or unique or special or anything. It's just a movie I've seen a million times before with actors that I like and nothing else. You know, it's date night. It's a, it's date night, which is a movie that I do really enjoy that does this much better. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was right. disappointing, but it's fine. I don't, I don't. I'm not mad at this movie. It's fine. I wasn't disappointed. So that's good. Boo. There that's you good. go. Yeah, I do. I I will say, I you know, I, I'm not going to get really spoilery. Uh, um, let me try to figure out how I can say this without spoilers. I, I I did like the way that this resolves in a police station. Yes. I thought that was hilarious. Actually, mm-hmm. that w- that was a time that I laughed just because 
of the way this whole ridiculous plot comes together. It's kind of called out for how ridiculous it is, actually. And so that worked for me overall. So that was a, a little bit of a pleasant surprise. But other well, than congratulations that, on that one plot yeah, construction yeah. that <laughs> made it work for you, Daniel. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Well, okay. Well, before we move on, why don't we give our recommendations, which at this point is should you or should you not watch it on Netflix? And I don't know if you guys want to do your little if it wasn't theaters thing. Whatever. I'll leave that up to (laughs) you. I think she's making fun of us, Daniel. I think so. (laughs) so uh, I'm going to answer that question in spite of uh, April's sarcasm. Yeah, I if this wasn't theaters, I would absolutely say watch it at home because it's it's not it's not theater worthy. I would probably be. I would I, I imagine that I'd be more mad at this movie if I had paid, you know, 10 bucks to see it in the theater. But for Netflix, it's fine. Yeah, I think I think if you've got a Netflix subscription already, yeah, sure, watch it. I think it's fine. I think you, you'll probably have a fine time watching it. Yeah. All right, Chad. Uh, using the same scale, regardless, I stand in opposition to your criticism. <laughs> I would say this is not theater worthy. It's rental worthy. It's worth five bucks on a, you know, a Tuesday night. But if you're if if we've boiled our scale down to should you watch it on Netflix or not? Absolutely, sure, it's fine. I obviously am going to say that yes, you should watch it on Netflix. And if this would have been released in theaters, I would also say you should go to the theater and watch it mm. because I would not have been mad if I spent ten dollars and watched it. I really Pe- enjoyed it. People worked hard on this movie. They deserve better. They did. <laughs> <laughs> well, and before we wrap up our episode we're going to do a quick imdb game so chad daniel <laughs> oh dang it daniel daniel Ugh. i'm leaving that in for yeah, sure that's that's good <laughs> <laughs> why is that a total fart brain oh my gosh you're listening to the screeners podcast we are going to dive into the IMDb game. We've played this a few times on the show before. Uh, as I say every time, this is inspired by the podcast This Had Oscar Buzz, so props to them. Very simple game. On IMDb, every actor, uh, according to IMDb's algorithm, has four films that they are quote-unquote known for. And so we are going to each give each other one actor or actress and try to select their known for. Uh, the, the tricky thing about this game is that IMDb has completely inexplicable criteria for what these actors are known for. So sometimes Fact. So, sometimes the answers are really hard to get. So that's what makes it fun. So we didn't select an order beforehand. So I'm just going to say Chad is going to give to April. April is going to give to me. And I'm going to give to Chad. So the way it works, uh, Chad is going to give April uh, an actor or actress, and then uh, she is going to have be able to guess uh, what those films are. She has two wrong guesses before we uh, give the years of the film uh, as a hint, and then from there, it's just kind of a free for all for hint, a free for all of hints to just try to uh, get the genre or other things as to try to not have super dead air. So there you go. All right, Chad. Since we watched a comedy this week. I thought I would give you a comedian. And since you like bad comedies, (laughs) (laughs) I thought I would give you the opportunity to have someone who has made some undeniably great comedies, but also some undeniably terrible ones as well. But he's a big enough star that I do think you have lots to choose from. And so your person is the infamous Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, he's been in a lot. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Um, well, one of my favorite comedies of all time is Dumb and Dumber. So I'm going to say Dumb and Dumber. 
for my first choice. Dumb and Dumber is your first choice, and of the four, he is not known for that. Wow. Are you serious? As a heart attack. Welcome to the IMDb There you go. Oh, my gosh. Okay. There's literally so many. Okay, a beautiful... uh, Ugh, oh my gosh! What's the what's the a beautiful mind is not there. No, not a beautiful that is mind. Crow. <laughs> I know. Eternal sunshine of the spotless mind is there. That's nice. good. good. Nice. Okay. That's a good good pick. I think that that was the not that it was. Yeah, no, that was the hard one. If you get that one, I think you may have a shot here. Okay, the mask also there. Very good. Wow. I wouldn't Two guess more. that one. Um, liar, liar. That is not mm. there. Okay. All right, so that's. Do you want? Do you want the years? Would um, you like the years? I'll, I, I honestly get, don't think you need them yet. I'm, I'm giving you a, a okay. hint by saying that, but I think you can get these last two without a hint. Okay. Uh, Bruce Almighty? Yes, that is there. Ooh. You only have one more okay. to go. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And to be fair, this should be the easiest one to get. Really? Okay. Oh, by far. Then there's one that I'm just missing. That would be correct. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey. Oh, uh, I actually don't know if this is most obvious, but Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, the movie that made him famous is on the list. You got all four. Nice. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Very good. Good job, April. Feeling good tonight. I'm surprised of all the, that may be the most, I mean, mask, yeah, maybe, but it was, it was huge back in the day. I think because it made news about him getting, I think, 20 million for that role and it was unprecedented at the time. So I think that's pretty good IMDb compared to how it normally is. Yeah, Yeah. It's pretty decent. Nice. I'm surprised Dumb and Dumber is not on there, though. That's yeah, like, yeah. April, it's to you. So uh, you're going to so give I'm me. So I'm giving you a name, right? That's right. Okay, so my process here was when I was coming up with my list with what you've been watching. It's the most recent thing that I've watched because I watched an mm. episode last night. And it's the main actress in that. And that is Kate Blanchett. Ooh, okay. Mm. Okay. Interesting. She's in such an, like, an eclectic uh, sort of... Uh, I think you should be able to get them. I, there's, no, there's one on here that I that might be tough, but the rest I think you should get. All right, so she's, I'm just thinking out loud. I'll tell you when it's an official guess here. So okay. she's, she's got two Oscars, so that's the Aviator and Blue Jasmine. But neither of those is very popular. You know what is popular? I think Carol is fairly popular. I'm going to go with that. Carol? Yes. Yes, All that's right. her, the first one, actually. Mm. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I'm not feeling good about the – well, the, yeah, let's go with the Aviator. Let's do that. Incorrect. Oh, man. Dang it. Should have gone with my gut. Okay. Um, so she's also in the Lord of the Rings movies. Which one do I guess? If you know which one April likes. I mean, I have no idea if it's true or not. I just don't know she gets mad if you if you throw shade at the Two Towers. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say Two, th- two Towers. I'm going to say Fellowship of the Ring. Yes. That's oh. on there. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Good um, guess. Wow. Okay. So, one wrong guess here. Um, yeah, let's go Thor Ragnarok. Nope. Oh, dang it. Um, Do you want the years? Uh, no, let's... No, I'm going to go with Blue Jasmine. Yes. Oh, man. Okay. Wow. That's on right. there. Just one, one more. more. One more. Wow, Daniel. Good like, guess. I feel like, uh, you know, there's like Elizabeth. I, I actually just watched I'm Not There recently with the Bob Dylan... Um, like we experimental mm-hmm. biopic that she was in a few years ago, or I mean in 2007. 
that's a great movie. I don't think it's on the list, but I was just mentioning it. Yeah, let's go. Uh, let's go with Elizabeth. You got it. Oh, you are kidding me. Nice. What yeah, are you that's talking on about? there. Nineteen ninety-eight. <laughs> that was kind of one of her breakouts, kind of. That that's was why the I was one I didn't it. know if you would get because yeah. I've, I've actually never seen it and it's old. But yeah, yeah, yeah you got it. Good nice. Job. All right, I feel pretty wow. good about that one. I'm impressed. I'm definitely going to be. I'm going to oh, screw this up for sure. Oh, you're feeling the pressure now, Chad. <laughs> yeah, no, it's I'm just game over. I'm out. I'm sure. <laughs> okay, so I have, I'm going to give you an option. I, uh, you know what? I had Chad last time. I should have switched up the order. Um, but I'm going to give you an option here. Uh, do you want an older person or a younger person? I'm not going to tell you which one is harder. <laughs> it depends on who the older person is or yeah, the I'm not younger gonna, person. I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> um... I mean, when you say older, it could be like somebody from the fifties, and then I would be totally hosed. Um, but to give, well, I don't know. Give me an older person. <laughs> okay, all right. So uh, my my process on picking this person was uh, uh, we already talked about Michael Showalter, his previous films, uh, his uh, before the Big Sick, he did Hello, My Name Is Doris, which right. starred the great Sally Field. Yes, so indeed. That is mm. your pick, uh, Sally Field. Yeah, and so, and I'm a big fan of her, so okay. that doesn't make this so any don't screw easier it up. because IMDb is totally stupid. <laughs> but with Sally Field, for sure, I would start with, even though this is probably, I don't think this is her, mo- well, I don't know. It's not her most iconic role, for sure, but I have to start with Forrest Gump. Correct, and that is the first one on here as well. I will say, uh, uh, you chose correctly. The older person was easier out of my two. Paul Dano was the second one. Ooh, yes, thank you. I'm gl- <laughs> thank you, me, for guessing older. <laughs> Okay, Sally Field. So I love Sally Field. A lot of the movies that I fell in love with her with were when I was young, like mm-hmm. te- early teenage years, with movies that came out. Movies from like the 50s? Um, shut your mouth. <laughs> yes. But movies like in the, honestly, the late 70s and 80s, for sure, when both of you kids weren't born. <laughs> um, goodness gracious. Um, all right, so let me take a swing here. This could be totally wrong. This could be totally wrong, but there was a movie that my mom, my mom, oh, my mom made us watch this movie a hundred times. Not made us watch it, but she watched it a lot. And it's a movie called Soap Dish. Incorrect. I have never even heard of Soap Dish. What? Soap Dish. Yeah. It was from like 1990 or something like that. It's about a a soap actress and her. Shut up, you guys weren't (laughs) born. Okay, don't worry about these movies. All right. So her iconic. This would be hard. Yeah, I, I will say I, I don't think it. I don't think it's very hard, to be honest. So you don't think the answers are very hard, but the, it's potentially very hard because she's done so much. Okay, well let me go then, obviously, to her true iconic performance, which would be Norma Ray. That's the only one. I was surprised that is not on there. No, it's not. It's not on oh my there. Goodness. This yeah. game is stupid. You set him up to fail, Daniel. I, I have not. I'm telling you, I have not. <laughs> All right, so you're telling me that the ones that are up there, I should be able to guess. That's yeah, what I'm I do hearing. Think so, the, yes. That's the subtext. Okay. So let me go more recent then. You're welcome for the hint. Yeah, no, that's a good hint. All right. So if these are ones that most people would know, they're going to be more popular films. Let's st- let's stay in the awards category, and let's go Lincoln. Correct. Lincoln is up there, and Norma Ray is not. <laughs> what are we talking about? So I, so that's two. That's uh, yes, that's two, and you have two wrong guesses. So if you want the years, I can give them to you, but I don't think you need them. You don't think I need the guesses? No. The years oh, would be helpful. They would be helpful, but you can get it. I just, there's so many to choose from. Like the one the one series that we watched when I was a kid, and I actually still own on VHS, that's how old I am, 
but there's no way that it's up there would be the Smokey and the Bandit series. You got a long way to go and a short time to get there. So is that one Smokey and the Bandit? Of course. That's uh, why would you not think that would be up there? Are you serious? Of course, Smokey and the Bandit is huge. She is mean? not known for Smokey and the Bandit. Dude, absolutely. That was like That's in the huge. 70s. This I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> okay, um, you got 3. Mm. All right, one more. Mm. Okay. I don't really even know where to go, I'm going to be honest at this point. Um, she's got another mm, Oscar. I'm not I'm not saying that's what it is. I'm just saying she's in a famous TV show. There's there's plenty of stuff she's in. Oh, that's right. It can be TV. Daniel, maybe with... Oh, no, but you're supposed to tell me at the beginning if one of them is TV, Oh, right? I guess I was supposed to tell you. Well, it's not. So, so. It's, it's not TV. Okay. <laughs> not right. the flying well, nun. <laughs> okay. Well, that helps. All right. So then... Um, yeah, but she was in other stuff, too. Um, I um, I don't really know... Hints. Yeah, give me the year. I, th- I think okay. I need the year. Year is 1989. Oh, 89. That's earlier than... Or later than I was thinking. So let me think, how old will I have been? This is embarrassing. I was, uh, <laughs> I was 14, 13 or 14. So I would have lived, at that point I was living in Alabama. What movies were, I, were we watching with Sally Field? I mi- oh! I, go ahead. No, well, you are about to tell me something. Go, give no, it to no, me. No, no, you had something. No, I need it. No, you had something. It's the one with, um, oh shoot. It's the one with one of the funniest meltdown scenes at a graveside ever. I can't think of it. Take a whack at Weezer or whatever her name is. I oh, think that's. Um, I think you're thinking of the right thing. What is? The, oh man, it's got Julia. Uh, yes. What's her name? Yes. Uh, you have take, it. You're you know right the there. Scene I'm talking about. Take a whack at Weezer. It's so funny, and she pulls her over, and they're crying and screaming at each other, and it's hilarious and sad. Um, oh, Steel Magnolias. Steel is that Magnolias. It? Uh, that is correct. That was not worth it. That was this game is not worth it. I am so sorry to all the people that had to listen to me go through that. Oh, so they man. were. So it was Forrest Gump, Lincoln, Smoking the Bandit, and Steel Magnolias. Yep. Yeah, I guess. Okay, that uh, works. That makes sense to me. Other than Norma Ray, Norma Ray should have been on there uh, for but sure. Other than that, I, I that that makes sense to me as her as her known for. I okay. think this is a record though that we all got. We got did pretty our good. People. I needed yeah. more help than you guys did, but still. Let me tell you. Yours about was st- harder. Let me tell you about Steel Magnolias. I watched that for the first time last year. Have you guys seen that? April, have you seen Steel Magnolias? Mm, I think I watched it like with my mom. Very yeah, it's a mom. I don't movie, really remember sure. it. Yeah. So I, for, I, for sure. Same I didn't here. know. I didn't know anything about it other than that it was a mom movie, and I was like, "Well, I hear people talk about this movie, so I'm just going to watch it." I had no idea that it was about like that. I mean, I don't think it's much of a spoiler at this point. The movie is over sure. twenty years old. That's that uh, Julia Julia Roberts like dies. Uh, she gets yeah. sick and dies. I had no idea. And so when she starts getting sick, if you don't know that going into the movie, her getting sick is hilarious because <laughs> she starts like shaking in a very very strange way i had no idea what the heck was happening in this movie mm-hmm. um and it was a it was a hilarious experience to watch that was it hilarious when she died daniel yeah. you cold uh, heart yeah, death is not funny but uh, her performance in that was anyway well that was a pretty successful round of the imdb game thank you everyone for joining us for this episode join us next week as we review the last dance we are excited to dive into Michael Jordan's territory, talk about some sports, some some sports ball. It's going to be great. So uh, we will see you next time. And that's a wrap. You've heard what the screeners had to say. Now you be the critic. Head over to ScreenersPodcast.com and let us know what you think. See you next time.